0: Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Jen A. I'm residing here in Colorado. I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, April 28, 2022. It's 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today we're reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter titled The Doctor's Opinion. And if I could have the dashboard person mute themselves, we can hear your typing in the background. Thank you. We're on page XXXI. We're reading the first paragraph, beginning with, What is the solution? And we're going to be reading through two paragraphs, ending with, A long time has passed with no return to alcohol. Today's readers, we have Team Thursday. The 12 Steps is Lori E., 12 Traditions, Barb W. Our readers of the text is Lisa B. Closing reader is Christina L., and backup is Martha Z. Newcomer greeter today is Marge O and our second hour moderator is Kathy C. The reference numbers for today for oh sorry for yesterday, Wednesday, April 27, 2022, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book Study Recording, 18,887. The 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book Study Recording is 18,888. At A Vision For You, a big book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Lori E. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. Thanks, Jen. This is Lori E., compulsive um,
1: eater in Iowa. These are the 12 steps. One. to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. In 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our
0: affairs. Thanks for letting me serve I path I appreciate your
2: service, Lori. Thanks so much. Barb W., um, could you now read the 12 Traditions? Good morning, Barb W., Gratefully Recovering in Illinois. Tradition one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively, Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups, or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thanks for letting me, sir.
0: Thanks for being a part of our team this month, Barb W. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, you're gonna press star one to unmute and once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted so today we're resuming our study we're in the chapter uh, well the chapter preceding the chapters called the doctor's opinion we're on page XXXI we're reading that first paragraph what is the solution we're going to read through two paragraphs and it ends with a long time has passed with no return to alcohol I
3: will now ask Lisa B to begin reading good morning Lisa good morning Jen thank you so much good morning everyone my name is Lisa B I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in South Carolina what is the solution perhaps I can best answer this by relating one of my experiences about one year prior to this experience a man was brought to me brought in to, to be treated for chronic alcoholism he had but partially recovered from a gastric hemorrhage and seemed to be a case of pathological mental deterioration he had lost everything worthwhile in life and was only living one might say to drink he frankly admitted and believed that for him there was no hope following the elimination of alcohol there was found to be no permanent brain injury he accepted the plan outlined in this book one year later he called to see me and I experienced a very strange sensation I knew the man by name and parsh and partly recognized his features but there all resemblance ended from a trembling despairing nervous wreck had emerged a man brimming over with self-reliance and contentment I talked with him for some time but was not able to bring myself to feel that I had known him before to me he was a stranger and so he left me a long time has passed with no return to alcohol well this is just so amazing Um, we're leaving the paragraph before which talked about being doomed you know and now there's the kickoff here is what is the solution and dr. Silkworth, the only way he knows how to explain what the solution is is to give an example he doesn't know you know really how to put it into words what the solution is so they're talking about a transformation a miraculous transformation in this book you know it talks about the age of miracles is still with us so he he is totally different this they're talking about Hank Parker he wrote the chapter um, to the employers and they're talking about mental deterioration which is wet brain he was hopeless he had come to the end of himself When I come to the end of myself, you know, that's the beginning of me tapping into something other than me, you know, a higher power, which is our solution. But he doesn't really go into the specifics of the solution. He just gives the example. And that's the thing I need to grab on here when I'm reading this with my sponsor is that there's hope here extending out to me and that it's going to get inside of me and change me i'm going to be rewired i'm not going to be recognizable you know and that is my experience today i am a totally different person i like the word contentment you know contentment is not something i've ever known when i came to overeaters Overeaters anonymous i didn't i thought you've got to be kidding you can't get recovered as a compulsive overeater how do you get recovered as a compulsive overeater abstinence was my whole problem i equated abstinence with total anguish frustration and irritation and yet i hear people that are happy you know and they're talking about hank accepting the plan outlined in this book he put the drink down i need to get abstinent. i need to stop the food behaviors for just enough time that i can start getting into this book grabbing onto this you know um and and I guess I'm running out of things to say, but I can have permanent recovery here. There is a solution, and the Age of Miracles is still with us. And keep coming and listening, listening, and do the work, accept the treatment. So with that, I pass. Thanks so much, Lisa B. Well, we do value everyone's
0: experience on the line today, so we do ask that you limit your share to approximately every third day. That way, uh, others will have the opportunity to share their experience too. So, who would like to share on what was read today?
4: Jackie
5: B. Paul
6: Christina L.
5: Barbara, Barbara L. E.
7: Christina Barbara J. Pamela. E.
6: Elena C. L.
0: Barbara. Elena C. Christina.
8: Vasa O.
0: Elena. Abby. Christina J. Loretta, Loretta H. H. Uh, okay, i tell you who I have. I didn't get everybody. These are the Charlie first six w. people that I heard. I heard Jackie B, Carmela, Barbara E, Christina J, Al- uh Elena C, I think it was, and Vasa O. So those are the first six that I heard. We'll have time for more names um in just a little bit. But go ahead and press star one if you're still unmuted. And we'll start off with Jackie B. Good morning from the Bronx, Jackie B.
5: Good morning. Thank you so much for your service. This is Jackie B. from the Bronx. Um, for me, uh, this paragraph is, is my whole life. Um, I've been in the rooms, you know, since 1992, currently absent over five and a half years. But it wasn't until I started to really understand first, I have to put down those ingredients that trigger the allergy, that trigger my obsession with my mind. But then I got to work so to get through over 58 years, you know, over 50 years of stuff I've built up inside. Um, And when I did that, um, everything opened up. The world opened up. All of a sudden, I kept saying I was selfless and not selfish, but then realized that I am uh, selfish because I wanted to manipulate, I wanted to control, I wanted everybody to fix me by loving me. But how can I be lovable if I'm not willing to give of myself? And how can I be lovable if I'm not willing to look at my side of the street? When I started doing that, then my world opened up then I was able to be there for the next person. I was there to tell you that you're not crazy, that the things that you feel and do are not crazy. It's part of our addiction. And there is a way and a solution to arrest it one day at a time by working these steps. And that's what I have to realize. And then as I grew and as I continue, it opened the world to other addictions I had, other issues, and I'm able to address them and not run away from them. And that's the amazing thing. Today, I am willing to say, I like Jackie just where she is. She's got to improve. She's got to get better. But she's got to be of service to others. She can't live in the world of just me, 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 me. Because me, 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 me got me to 373 pounds. Today, I don't weigh that. Today, I can fit into a 12-14. That's amazing. Today, I can see that even if I can't change my husband or my daughter, I can be there for them. I can be there for everyone on this line. I can be there for the, the future addicts that I will come in contact. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much, Jackie B. from the Bronx. Up next, we have Carmela G., Followed by Barbara E. <clears throat> Good morning, Carmella.
9: Good morning, Jen. Thank you so much for your dedicated service. Thank you, everyone, for being on the line. <clears throat> my name is Carmela G, and I am a gratefully recovered compulsive overeater for today through the grace of my higher power that I call God. What is the solution? It's amazing. Um, Last night I was working with two different sponsees, and the first one is a newbie, and we were just reading this last night. And the solution, it caused me to think about how my solution prior to this program was so destructive. There was no love in that food. I loved it. It was my best friend. But it was so destructive, it almost killed me. And wrecked havoc in my body. And the doctor's opinion tells us it's a mind-body-spirit disease. We have an allergy and an obsession. And what is the solution? The solution Especially for us in OA, it's amazing because when we find our solution, that our higher power, our correct higher power, not a substance that's relieving us and taking us into a deep pit and a hole, but a loving, merciful power that loves us perfectly, our body Changes because we shed all those excess pounds. So our body changes. Our personality defects, as long as we're working and living in the steps, our personality changes. So we do become unrecognizable. But the gift that we give to others is that our cynicism our righteous indignation, we become loving and kind the way we are supposed to be. And that's the gift that we give to all, our family and all of those who we come in contact with. And I used to be amazed because people never knew who I was until I would speak and they would hear my New York accent and they'd say, Carmella. Because I was not recognizable. My body had changed so, and my attitude and spirit, I was laughing all the time. I was happy. I was joyous. But life doesn't get easy. You still have to trudge that road. As long as you live in the steps, we get the strength. And that's what our solution is, and it's such a gift. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much.
0: Perfect. Thanks so much, Carmela G. Up next, we have Barbara E. followed by Christina J. Good morning to you, Barbara. Go right ahead.
7: Good morning, everyone. I do hope I can be heard. This is Barbara E. in New Jersey, better known as the State of Confusion. Well, I love this chapter. I know we all say we love this chapter, but I do because that was me. I felt hopeless. I felt like one of those incapable of getting this program, of ever shunning the foods that I knew were killing me slowly. But surely my disease was strangling me by the neck, and I knew I needed something different than the pay-and-way programs, the pills, the Optifest, and all the other avenues I tried. But I had no success. I'd always lost all my weight. I even became a lecturer, as so many of us had. But I couldn't keep the weight off. And each time I lost it, I gained it back and even had more pounds packed on. I hovered around the group. I still wasn't sure if this plan outlined in the textbook for alcoholics could work for a compulsive volume over like me. So I sat and I listened to the people who told my story. They said they'd lost 1,500 pounds and were happy and seemed sane enough. They did. They laughed a lot, but they talked about a three-legged stool, the spiritual, the emotional, and the physical, and I needed to change absolutely everything I was told that I needed the 12 steps, the tools. I needed to give service. But again, was I incapable of getting this program? I used every tool in my arsenal. And when my sponsor said jump, I said how high. And she told me I had to be honest, open, and willing, and absent for one day. And if I made it through that day to call it tomorrow... And and if I didn't, we could still be friends. But I was desperate enough, so I got through the day because I knew she was doing it, and I wanted to prove to her that I could do it. And before I knew it, those days became weeks, and those weeks became months. And yet, I didn't really feel the promises come true. So she said, In her loving way, perhaps you need to hear another voice to guide you through. And we can always be friends. But this time, think about taking that textbook that you read and learned and take it from your head to your heart. And that's why I love to read the stories at the back of the book. Because they teach me about people from all different countries, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different beliefs some very religious, some agnostic, some atheist, but they all accepted they needed a power that wasn't human. So I went back. please. Thank you. So all I can say to you is if you're suffering, keep on doing it. It's so very worth it. This is a program that works if we're willing to work it. Every day I accept that I have a problem, And I say to my God, sometimes, whatever, whatever you have to throw at me, I'm willing to do it. Thank you, I pass.
6: Thank
0: you, Barbara E from New Jersey. Up next is Christina J., followed by Iwana C. Good morning, Christina.
10: Good morning, Jen. Thank you so much for your service, everybody on the line. Um, When I was in the food, I wasn't trembling, but I certainly was despairing. And if I tried to put down the food, I was trembling. I was nervous. I was irritable. Restless, discontent, all the things we hear about. Um, When I found program, when I work with others, when I pray, when God speaks through me, when God speaks to me, when I walk in that trust and that surrender daily. I mean, it takes me a daily surrender of pausing, breathing deep, letting go because i've got a nutty mind i've got a crazy mind that learned to control when i was a child and it wants to continue to control and figure things out especially when there's a fearful situation going on Uh, i get to practice (sighs) relaxing releasing letting go knowing that he has it knowing that something i can't see has it you know I rely on other people for all kinds of stuff. I rely on my husband to give me hugs and kisses, and I rely on fellows to hug me and talk to me and blah, 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 blah. But I've got to rely on this unseen thing to give me self-reliance and contentment. I certainly don't have that yet fully, but like I said, when I'm working with others, when I'm in the steps, when God's speaking through me, when He's working through me, when I pray and I get release, when I pause, when I work these steps, when I admit I'm a compulsive overeater, when I surrender, When I make uh, amends for my bullshit, I feel self-reliance and contentment that is not from ego. I hear so many on the line that have this beautiful gift fully. I mean, it sounds like you guys do. I see you speaking on Zoom meetings, and you're beautiful, and you're happy. And I'm on my way. I'm only almost two years into full, uh, to a full two years of complete abstinence around food. But I'm learning who I am. I'm learning what I've stuffed down all these years. And that's the beauty of this incredible program is that we learn what we've tried to hide from in ourselves, all those things that our little children in us were so afraid of. And now as an adult with program in hand, with God in my heart, with fellows on the line, I get to walk this path and face those demons because they're demons. And they can take me down in a second into irritable, restless, discontent, to white knuckling, to wanting food not because I triggered the allergy with something I ate, because I am completely out of my mind with not knowing how to handle a situation, but I got a way to handle it today. And if I don't do that, I'm back down in the pit of self, selfishness, self-centeredness, dishonesty, and especially fear, telling myself lies that I'm not gonna make it, that I'm not gonna get through this situation, that God's not gonna provide when I lose my job or don't have a place to live. He is going to provide. He has a house for me somewhere out there. He has my next job waiting. What do I get to do today? Stay in today, breathe, use the tools and the steps. There's no excuse to go back to the fucking hell, excuse my language, of the food. There's just no excuse. I don't recognize myself today um, because I'm not trying to control everything, but I do recognize that horrific person Well, I don't want to call her horrific, but that person that's desperate trying to control everything and I have to continually talk to her, let it go, baby. Let it go. We have so much love surrounding us and in us. We don't have to go back to that. And I'm looking forward to getting more self-reliant contentment. And where do I get that? From God. From God. That's it. So thank you for letting me share and I pass.
0: Perfect timing. Thanks so much, Christina Jay from the state of Washington. Up ne- next is Elena Elena C. Followed by Vasa O. Good morning to
11: you. Good morning. Can I be heard? Yes, you may go right ahead. So my name is Elena C. from Greenville, South Carolina. Gratefully recovered, convulsive overeater for today. And this is a really good paragraph that to hear um, and to read. I um, am struck by how you know in you, I. We in OA we lose weight and it's really easy to be unrecognizable. But Dr. Silkworth doesn't talk about that. Alcoholics don't necessarily lose weight, but what he talks about the change in the inner change that this man is um, is gone has gone through. Um By embracing this the work of this program, the twelve step or six steps, whatever they had at that time, um, and you know it what it is is the change in in personality and because for me, the twelve steps of recovery they really, really brought a change in personality um you know, uh, just being abstinent was not enough. Just losing weight was not enough. Um, I was gonna stay the same, like uh, reactive. You know, moody. Sometimes, um, sometimes like a disrespectful. You know, person um, whom I was if I didn't have this twelve steps, and if I didn't, I wasn't close. To God, I was just running the show over there in my life, in other people's lives. I was the higher power, um, and then you know the change in personality that is this Doctor Sokor sees in this man, which is a man with uh, of, that has who has self-reliance and contentment. You know, and I can say today, the majority of time, majority of days, with exceptions, of course, because I'm human, Um, I am that person, you know, and when I'm in conscious contact, that healing, the healing of the 12-step that happened on the inside for me um, has transformed me in terms of not being as reactive, pausing, you know, having Staying present for myself and others, um, being nicer, um, being happier overall, Um, compassionate, compassionate towards, you know, and and when I do make, when I snap or, because I will make mistakes for as long as I live. And, you know, it's about seeing myself and owning up to that. And I'm very, very happy to say that I'm the person that I always wanted other people to be um, because of the healing power of spirituality that I found in this program. Um, and so, I, I'm like it says there in the last sentences, to me, he was a stranger, and so he left me. A long time as best with no return to alcohol. I was a stranger to myself. I had no idea who I was. Uh, well, I thought I was all Can those please? bad choices that I was making, but that was not me. Real me has come through with uh, following the spiritual healing from this program and with that out testing. Thanks. thanks, Elena C from Greenville, South Carolina.
0: And up next, we do have Vasa O. Vasa, before you begin, let me tell people where we're at. Good morning, and if you just joined us, we're on the doctor's opinion, we're on page XXXI. We're reading the first paragraph. It begins with, what is the solution? We're reading through two paragraphs, and it ends with, a long time has passed with no return to alcohol. Go ahead and share, Vasa O.
8: Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. I'm Vasa, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater, calling from Foxborough, Massachusetts. Thank you for your service and everybody's service this morning. And by the time I came to overeaters anonymous, I was that person. I was doomed, and uh, I had hit bottom. That was that was it. I I gave into the food. I just stopped dieting because nothing worked. And before I came to my first meeting, Meeting. I tried to control the food addiction and to find the solution by myself, Explore, exploring, experimenting out there in the world, trying to find all those diets, but I could never, I could put it down for a while, but I always that, picked that up. And uh, it is by the grace of God, I was led into the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous, And I heard about the solution. It was a different kind of a solution I heard. I needed to surrender to a higher power greater than myself to help me. I never, never thought in my whole life to ask God for help with the food addiction. But I was willing and I was ready because I didn't want to die. I said I will surrender to God to a higher power I'll surrender to the twelve steps, the twelve the tools, whatever meetings, whatever you tell me to do, I will do it because I don't wanna die. And and I you know, again and I heard about of course I read the doctor's opinion and I was just shocked to find about the allergy, about the food behaviors that I had, but I didn't even know that that was causing The the allergy was, uh, once I ingested, put those foods in my body, it set up the craving, and I would go with the mental obsession. Obsession. Oh, I can do this, I can do that. And that that needed to stop. I'm so grateful. I needed to find a power greater than myself. And I remember my sponsor introduced me to the 12 steps, a little bit, for one week before I came and told me a little bit about the program, about the steps, about the al- the alcoholic foods. And I said, yes, that's me, that's me, that's me. That's my time. I got another 30 seconds. So it is, I am so grateful. I have stayed with this program for many, many years. And I'm happy, content doing what I'm doing. Uh, and, you know, again, who would want to refuse what the solution is here. So I'm just so grateful to be here with every one of you and to follow the rest of the steps the way they laid out, step four, five, six, seven, the way they laid out to the best of my abilities. But number one, I needed to put the food down, the alcoholic foods that, um, that I struggled with, and I needed to have the clarity to work the rest of the steps. Thank you for letting me share and I pass. Thank you, Vasa O.
0: All right. Well, we do value everyone's experience who's here on the line with us this morning, and there's lots of people here. So we do ask that you limit your share to every third day so that we can hear uh the other voices. Who would like to to share this morning on what we read? Penny E, Sally e. Janice.
6: B. Janice. A. A.
4: Linda
6: J. O.
11: B. W. Jesus. Okay, let me tell you what I heard. Hold on
0: just a second. I heard Penny. I heard Sally. I heard um, Loretta. I heard Linda. And I heard Toby. Is there somebody I missed in there?
12: Barbara.
0: Barbara.
6: Alex. M. Abby.
0: Abby? All right. There's so many voices. I'm so sorry, everybody. I would love to hear all of you. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, uh, I know I think so many people within the next half hour. So think of the people that I heard. If you'll go ahead and press star one to mute your phone. I heard Penny and Sally, Loretta and Linda, Toby, and another Barbara. I didn't get the last initial to your uh or the first initial to your last name or your state. So if you'll give that when uh, you get up to uh, share for three minutes, I'd greatly appreciate it. Penny C., go right ahead, my friend.
13: Okay. Well, good morning, good morning. This is not Penny C. This is Penny E. Oh. from South Jersey. Oh. With Thanks. A diff- with a different accent. Welcome, Thanks, Dan. I'm so grateful that you heard me this morning. Um, anyway, I am recovered in South Jersey. Um, a long time passed with no return to alcohol. Ding, 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 ding. You know, a long time has passed with no return to food. And I say this uh, not has nothing to do with me but with God. 33 years, through the grace of God, 33 years, I was... Before that, I was suicidal, I had my jaws wired shut, I was talking at a, uh, at a uh, weight loss program plan, I was a speaker. I mean, on a diet pills, I had no hope. I had no hope because I didn't understand the allergy of the body, I didn't understand the obsession of the mind, I didn't understand, you know, that I couldn't do this myself. A million million things I tried, but then I accepted the plan outlined in this book. And if you're new, if you're new, please, we beg of you to keep coming back. There is recovery in these rooms. I was suicidal. I wanted to die, but I don't want to die today for all these years. I want to live. I want to pass the message along. Um, I've had a a profound personality change. I've been reborn. I have been reborn. No longer am I fat. No longer am I fat. Actually, sometimes people say, you're so thin. You know, you're so thin. Who are they talking to? But I get it today. I'm in a normal body size. I'm not thin. I'm in a normal body size. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Um, I'm not the same person that I was. Today, uh, not only the food—the food is just the beginning. You know, putting it down is just the beginning. But today, every day, I try to reach out to God to ask God to show me what corrective measures need to be changed. Uh, I try not to judge. Just this morning, I was judging my sponsor, oh, boy, and I said, "God, please let me stop this. Let me stop this because when I get judgmental, it's like walking in dog do, and I can't walk around life with dog do on my shoes. Any of these character defects." I have to get them off. I have to get it off quickly, otherwise I carry that dog do stench everywhere I go. So I could go on for another hour, but I won't. I love you all. Thank you. Please keep coming back, and thank you everybody involved with this meeting. I just so appreciate you. God bless.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Penny E from South Jersey. You made me laugh and smile this morning. Next up, we have Sally, followed by Loretta. We'll just keep it rolling. Sally, go right ahead.
14: Good morning, Jen. This is Sally P. in Colorado. I just thank you for the grace that you have when you lead this meeting. It's just beautiful to witness. Um, I, I gotten this to the rooms in 1982. And I have to be honest, it, it's not until the last couple of years that I feel like I've gotten this program. You know, I was food sober for many years, jumped from food plan to food plan, nutritionist to nutritionist, uh, blood test to blood test, book to book, you know, trying to figure out the weight thing, because no matter how thin I got, it still wasn't enough. And um, about five years ago, I just finally hit a bottom, and, and I uh, this voice in my head said, Sally, there's got to be something more than what the scale says and, and the size of my pants and my food plan. And that's when I uh I reached out to somebody and went to a, a food recovery program and through that I found a vision for you and probably for the first time um started to understand these steps. And I'm just a slow learner. That's why I have to tune into this meeting every day and hear the same over and over because I don't hear them sometimes the first, second, or third time, and all of a sudden it clicks. And as a result of just hanging in there all these years and trying to do it, you know, um, and I was doing the best I could. I was doing the absolute best I could. But it's just been lately that I feel like I've had this unbelievable personality change and that's come from you know putting the food down getting totally clean with my food for the first time working through these steps in a fog still because I can put the food down and still be in a fog because of my my mental state and just taking other people through this book on a regular basis and reading it and reading it and getting it little by little and as a result, today I just have more serenity and peace than I've ever had. And I'm going to be 65, and I'm so thankful for all the trials and the tribulations and the sloppy food and all that because it brought me to a place today of where I I look in the mirror and I see a different person. For years people have been saying, you know, you're so different. I see it, and I love Sally so much more today and when I can love Sally a little bit more today that extension comes out to me to the world and that's when I feel the magic and this connection that um, we all can have as brothers and sisters so I'm really glad I I, you heard my voice today Jen and with that I'm going to pass thank you.
0: Oh, awesome. Thanks to e. P, my sister here in Colorado. All right. Up next, we have Loretta H. Good morning to you, Loretta. Go right ahead.
15: Good morning, the Gem, and everybody on this line who is saving my life today, along with my precious God. Loretta H. recovered in North Carolina. And uh, I came in the, the rooms, um, in 2020. And I was that trembling, nervous wreck. Um, And today, with God's grace and mercy, I am um, a much more complete and contented person. I still have my defenses, but they're there, but I did not have weight to lose. So as a result, and this is where The difference, my abstinence is spiritual and my food plan is a tool. He finally, I am the spiritual experience because I love the spiritual experience. He finally realizes that he has undergone a profound alteration in his reaction to life. Hopelessness, the unmanageability, that dash in that my life is unmanageable. Um, a change that could hardly have been brought on by himself alone and that's for me that rehabilitation the reconstruction of my god and all of you guys in in on this line it's because of your help i'm hopeless but i'm not helpless and working these steps that's why for me my abstinence has to be a spiritual proponent in life my, within myself yes i don't use the food anymore i still text my food plan to somebody as i've shared in the last couple of weeks i've had some surgery and i have not been able to eat like i used to eat and i actually had to set my alarms because i want that inner thing to be there the food is just the solution for me to the unmanageability of my life. And I don't want it to be the solution anymore. I want this program, my 12 steps, my God and you guys to be the solution so that I can practice the principles in all my affairs. And so this program, uh, I, I read this somewhere and it's my true essence. The first day I walked into the rooms was the first day of honest day's work I ever did. And this program has given me a life in spite of some of the things that go on um, beyond my wildest dreams. And last night I was talking to my sponsor about this issue that I'm going through right now. And she said, why don't you, you clueless Loretta, work this just like you did when you first got abstinent, one day at a time. And I thought, oh, my God, I should have had it the eight. And, you know, I'm still learning, and that's what's so great about this program is I do it one day at a time. I am present for the present, which is you guys most of the time, and my God. And I get to live happy, joyous, and free. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you. All right. You're welcome, Loretta. Thanks so much for sharing this morning. Up next, we have Linda followed by Toby. Linda, what's the first initial of your last name, and where are you calling from today?
4: Good morning, Jen. It's Linda D. from Connecticut. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I'm so thrilled and grateful to be recovered but not cured. I'm here today because um, because I need to be. This is the way out of hell. Uh, there's a phrase in uh, that we just read about, um, from a trembling, despairing, nervous wreck. That is happening to me very, very slowly. Am I always like that? No, of course not. I've been here, and I'm um, recovered for a little over eight years. I mean, that's stunning. I was just. A wreck. Shattered. So if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. I was also an atheist. Not the smartest thing I ever came up with, since the answer is God. And I found that out by doing what you told me to do. Specifically, these steps from this book so that I can emerge into a triumphant human being. And what does that mean to me? That means that I listen to God all day, every day. That is the entity that I cling to. And of course, I cling to you, all of you, the new ones, the ones who've been here longer than me, ones who are somewhere in between, because I need a lot of help. This program takes enormous courage because I'm facing someone used the word demons. They feel like demons, but they aren't really. They're simply, and it's not simply. They're all the shit I went through, excuse the language, but it is shit from my past. Uh, Some people here have a degree of PTSD. Of course we are, I'm one of them. Of course we are terrified. Who wouldn't be? And it's still very, very possible to deal with it an inch at a time, day after day, with the help of a lot of people and mostly embracing the experience of God, which is unbelievable and wonderful. Please stick around. This is the way out of hell. It's the only way I ever found, and it is so worthwhile. I thank all of you for helping me to emerge into the person that I always wanted to be. I love me now. Can you imagine that? I don't always like what I've done, but I do love me. Thank you. I pass.
0: Thanks, Linda D. Appreciate your share this morning. Toby and then Barbara. Toby, the first initial of your last name, please. Hey.
4: Okay. Good morning, Jen. Excuse me. Good morning, Jen and Alvi. People who are online today. My name is Toby W. I live in the Boston suburbs, and I am gratefully uh, absent. I am in recovery. As a matter of fact, I'm in recovery. And what I wanted to talk about is the last part of what he said. When he came in, I didn't recognize him. And I want to talk about that part because I have put on a lot of weight. And I haven't taken it all off yet. I've taken some off, but not all. And my son came in, who lives five minutes away from me. And all of a sudden, he says to me, you are different. And I said, really? He said, I don't know, there's something about you. I can't put my finger on it, but you are very, very different. And the only thing I could attribute that to is completing the 12 steps and working the steps 10, 11, and 12. And staying abstinent, of course. Working my program." And that's the only thing I can think of as to why he said that about me. Because I really hadn't lost, at that point, I hadn't lost much weight. I lost some, but not very much. And so what I want to say to those of you out there, the answer to recovery is being active, doing what we have to do, whether we like it or not. And today, I do like it. I like doing 10, 11, and 12 on a daily basis. I like weighing and measuring my food. I like eating what I should eat and not changing anything. I don't even want it. I have friends that come over and bring their own meals and they're eating something that is not on my food plan, and it doesn't interest me. I have no desire for that. That has never happened to me before. But I had never completed all the steps before. I always stopped at step nine, and there's the difference. And I'm just so grateful, so grateful. And I thank you all for being there and sharing because I enjoyed every single share all the time, every day. And with that, I pass.
0: Thanks so much, Toby W. from Boston. All right, Barbara, you're our last share for the day. Why don't you go ahead and take us out?
12: Hi, Jan. My name is Barbara G., and I'm calling from Paris, France, and I am very grateful to be on this meeting today. And it's been a great chance to reflect on the value of this paragraph that we've read. And um, the sentence that strikes me the most here is, from a trembling, despairing, nervous wreck had emerged a man dreaming over with self-reliance and contentment. And I was thinking about the transformation that uh, uh, this means to me in terms as far as the food is concerned i was uh, reflecting on what a huge and incredible transformation is to me today finding myself in front of a vending machine and looking at the objects contained in the in the thing as a unanimous pieces of plastic that stare at me and I don't feel any type of attraction and any type of uh, craving for that. And this is uh, something like inexplicable to me because uh, it's, it's never been so. So, this just gives me the measure, it gives me the proportion of the huge miracles that this program can bring me. But, as the paragraph says, there are some conditions, and the conditions that I see are clearly stated in the sentences following the elimination of alcohol and after accepting the plan outlined in this book. And that's exactly what I did, like uh, with a uh, with a total faith. When I finally reached my bottom, and uh, it's such a good reminder that I need to practice that every day in all my affairs. Because, okay, the transformation with the food is uh, is a is a reality today. But what about all the other things that I need to change in my life in order to get to the, you know, to the man dreaming woman. Dreaming over with self-reliance and contentment. There are many other things I need to abstain from, and things like that I'm aware of thanks to the step work today, things like control, as in my case, or things like self-centeredness. And uh, if it wasn't for this meeting today, I wouldn't be reminded that in order for myself to brim over with self-reliance and contentment, I need to put those things down. And I'm very grateful because I am so willing to do that because I know I'm not alone and I know that it's just for today and we'll get our past. Thank you.
0: Well, thanks Barbara G. from Paris, France for taking us out today. It is true. This uh, paragraph we read does offer a solution. It's a promise. No return to alcohol slash food and a transformation done to us by higher power. So thank you to everyone today who has shared their experience, strength and hope. Thank you to this awesome April team of service. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. Here's your share ID today. Get your pen and paper. It's Thursday, April 28, 2022, and the share ID is 18,894. That's 18894. We'll now close with a reading from the big book. It's found on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Christina L., could you please read a vision for
6: you? Good morning. This is Christina L., recovered compulsive overeater from Florida.